Well, my name is Sue and I'm a 56-year-old woman who is single, living alone, um, having been widowed for five years today. This morning at 3.30, five years ago, my husband uh, died in a hospital, uh, what do you call those, hospice rooms, and um, I was holding him. He died of, after three years of being diagnosed with um, esophageal cancer, which took away his voice and uh, and his his life. I remember the day that we were told, and it was about three years after the diagnosis that he died. When I first heard that my husband was diagnosed with this really quite terrible cancer at quite an advanced stage, I felt driven to do everything I could to um, to save him. In that really difficult period, I felt I had to become 100% the carer and the person that, that tried to save my husband through diet, uh, exercise, um, care, um, vitamins, minerals, you name it. I tried everything. We spent so much money to try to do everything we could. Strangely, at that time, um, I we didn't really want any external support. I imagine quite a lot was offered, but we we went into ourselves a little bit and we decided to sort of gather our forces and try to work through it ourselves. I don't feel that we felt we needed anybody else. We just felt as a team that we would be quiet but strong together. Um, So we didn't really accept much help and I do think that a lot of friends and family might have felt unhelpful even though they wanted to help. 100% I, I spent every moment, every thought in just looking after my husband. I left work. I um, didn't see family very much at all and friendships kind of dropped away a bit. Um, Yes, I gave myself 100% to the care of my husband uh, to the detriment of every other thing in my life. I feel that it was the only thing, the only way I could be. That is how I am in my core and I always have been, always will be. While my husband was ill and I was caring for him, I was very grief-stricken because I knew he was going to die and driven to do everything I could at the same time. So there was no room for any thought. But when I came out of that time, I feel that I'd had a lot of the grief already 
processed. And so I came out of the other side of my husband's death, just alone really, but not suffering so much of grief because I'd already suffered so much. I think after my husband died and that I was in that space of just being a person on my own probably for the first time in my life, I think I was a bit of a mess, actually. I was a mess. And it, I think it took quite a long time. Well, in fact, it's five years today. And I can say that it's probably taken up to maybe even just a year ago that I started feeling able to do things that some people might feel they could do quite quickly after, like work, like make big decisions. For example, to whether to go out with somebody again. I do feel that I that I felt pressured by society to be um, back in control and on top of everything after about two years. But I reached two years and I thought, no, I'm nowhere near it. And so from that experience, I learned that everybody who Um, loses a partner or a a member of their family it doesn't really matter a close a close person to them they process it in in different ways and at different times there is there is no recipe at all I didn't access counselling and I don't know why I didn't access counselling because it it was offered I think I felt that the grieving process is a natural one and that I would get through it. I had the trust in myself, the faith that I would get through it in the right time, in the right way, with my own resources. I feel that five years later, I have become more of who I am through practice of Buddhism, through doing mind maps on paper and coloured pencils, asking myself all the questions that were running through my mind about how to create a fulfilling, happy life. And I worked through it like that, really, through spending time on those questions and trying to work through them either by meditation, chanting, or, or by discussing it with other people, or writing it down in list forms on numerous bits of paper. I have them everywhere, all over my house. I felt I needed friendship, company, after my husband died. Obviously, there's those times when you do just need to lie in bed all day and cry, but I think in general, I did need to be in the company of friends taking my mind off it perhaps because there's so many so many pictures that are painful that just come into your head about you know those times that lead you back to the feelings of grief that it's a way of um, not thinking of those things and being able to process them in the right time frame so yeah, friendship 
was a big part of the, my process of getting through the death of my husband. Friends are so fantastic, aren't they? Of course, none of them knew how to help me. So uh, I feel blessed by every single one of them who all did what they could in their own way. And they were all fantastic, really. You know, whether it was just a phone call or letting me know that they were there, just knocking on the door and asking for a cup of tea, you know, or a walk with the dog, that was a big thing. Um, and not talking, but letting me talk if I wanted. I think good friends who know how to be with you, who know you well, know to not talk or talk because they can tell. I think the biggest emotions that you have when you lose somebody is just there's such a great sense of loss of the shape of your life. The expectations, just the solidity, the, the stability, the domestic cycle of life. You know, just the person to talk to first thing in the morning, to tell what you've done in the day, to ask questions, to share, and just cooking together. And I think that's one of the big things, apart from the person that you miss, but the whole life. So then you think perhaps it might be a good thing to try to replicate that. And that's, that's a difficult thing because you have expectations and memories in your muscles of how it should be. <laughs> I don't know if it's possible to start afresh with no expectations with someone. Maybe it's too early. Maybe I tried it too early, but I think I do still have them. I think that I had such a fantastic relationship that I, I think I do expect to have a level of the qualities that I had before. I have thought about how it would be to meet someone else properly or not. This is a question that, that I think about. Do I actually want to uh, meet somebody again I mean can it ever work these are questions that I ask myself quite often and often I think I don't think it can ever work and do I actually ever want to because I've been so long caring for someone or being a partner to someone that I don't feel that I've become properly myself, completely my own shape, the opportunity of exploring who I am properly. And I'm quite enjoying that. I think I've, I'm different now because um, I've, I've taken lessons, I've got lessons that I've got from that relationship, that experience, that, which is why I want to be as big as I want to be now, and I want help to do that if I'm going to be in a partnership.